Movies and Martinis celebrates women and diversity in the entertainment world by ranking trending movies, shows, and books with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Listen to find out how many martinis we felt it was worth. And learn about the women who have written, performed, and or directed in everything we have rated. A new episode is available every Thursday on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Hey, Priya, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Really good. You staying warm? Mm. Cheers. 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 Uh, I guess it's NYC, so. I know. I'm in Tennessee. It's freaking, it was 23 degrees today. Ooh. And it was all frost this morning outside. It was cold as hell. Oh, yeah. Mm, especially Aww. for a Miami girl. <laughs> yeah, that thin cold. blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, talking about Miami girl. Yes. Wait, before you go any further, even before you say the name, spoiler alert, because it just came out and we totally watched it and binged it. So I go. (laughs) I have to throw that spoiler alert. Today's episode is about Griselda Uh, on Netflix. It came out January 25th starring Sofia Vergara. That was about to mess up her last name. (laughs) And there's like so much controversy about the movie right now. There's a lot of things yeah. happening behind the scenes, but that ish was good. It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm going to give you a summary real quick because Mercy took a lot of notes, guys. So. I did. Because. <laughs> All right. So Griselda is about fleeing from Madeline, which Medellin. is Medellin. 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 Yes. Medellin. Columbia. I never get to correct anything because I always suck at English. <laughs> so now I get to correct something. To Miami, Griselo Blanco creates one of the most ruthless cartels in history. And guys, this is a real life story. There's a whole documentary on this. And she, yeah, she is a bad B. Like, <laughs> okay, get it, Mercy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm super interested in this and I took a lot of notes for two reasons. The first reason I was in freaking Miami when all this was going down. So I was yes. there. I was living there while this was happening. Um, and number two was that my husband it was a police officer. It, well, he retired, but was a police officer during that period of time. Uh-huh. So he happened to be there and know a lot of the people. And then as a coincidence, a lot of the Sentac, I don't know if you recall, there's a, a unit that's put together to control this cocaine cartel yes. that's taken over Miami. Yes. Um, so they call it Sentec because it kind of unites the Metro Day Police Department, which uh-huh. is what they were called at the time. Now they're Miami Day, but they were Metro at the time uh-huh. and the FBI. So they create this whole agency. So those officers that were there were the ones that were later on with us, Priya, uh, driving the bus when we went to the first um, Edge HPOA toy drive. Wait, that was a Sentec department? Those were the people, the, no, those were the lead detectives that are actually in the movie. No. In the show. Yes. They use their real names and everything. No. Yes. Yeah. So remember the, um, the, the driver of the big bus that we used to go, that the kids used to come in through one yeah. side and go out the other. So mm-hmm. the driver was one of them. Uh, the guy that used to dress up as Santa Claus before our Kevin started driving, started dressing up as Santa Claus was another one. So there were several of them. Holy crap. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who 
who edited this podcast episode. It's getting so good. So good that I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Blue Box Media, an NYC-based video production firm. Blue Box Media makes our movies and martinis dreams come true every Thursday by editing every episode. Check them out at blueboxllc.com. And okay, okay, let's get back to those martinis. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. guys, so, Mer- Mercy and I used to have an, a charity together and we had yeah. huge toy drives yes. in Miami that for 14 years in Miami. Oh crap. Yeah. That so it is all so ties crazy. In. Yeah, it is crazy, crazy. Anyway, oh, so let okay. me tell you a little bit about Griselda. So right. I, I love that the documentary came out, the, the show came out because it showcased what she did. Mm-hmm. I hate that they romanticized something that was really disgusting. Uh-huh. So you kind of, I feel like Sofia Vergara um, put her, put Griselda like on a platform, like she was this badass woman that, you know, fought men and, and found her way. But the reality was this, she was called the Black Widow, was uh-huh. her first nickname, okay? Because she actually had her three husbands assassinated all three of them. And so her second husband, which was the father of her three boys, uh-huh. the way that the show portrays it, he has her have sex with the brother. And so she's devastated and whatever, whatever. So she shoots him in a moment of, of passion, uh-huh. right? Or crime of passion, if that's what they're trying to make it seem like. It wasn't that. They had, Griselda and her husband had been dealing coke from where they were at in in Colombia with New York City for over 10 years. And yeah. one of the deals went sour and she was so upset she had him assassinated and then took off with her three kids. Oh. Huh. So that's one of the things. Yeah. Um, then her first one had also died. He had uh-huh. been he had been murdered. And then she puts a hit from jail on her third husband. Uh-huh. So um the father of the last living child of michael of michael Mm -hmm. right so she puts a hit on him to get michael back with the siblings so she can have her four kids together now now before you continue i agree with you with the romanticizing because the whole time i'm like she you're making it seem like you want to like griselda yes because she's a mom she's a strong woman right right and she's doing it for her kids yeah like you want to and and it's Sophia playing her on top of it so you want to like her you know right yes yeah yeah so that was a like a real big thing they also make it seem like she committed you know x amount of murders like they were okay so there were a couple here and a couple there yeah but the reality was that she they feel that she murdered approximately 250 people Damn. in her lifespan. Yeah. That's a lot of people, including yeah. kids and infants and all kinds yeah, of people. It wasn't that one child that we saw on the show. No, so they romanticize <laughs> it like, okay, well, they let the infant live and well, oh, she felt terrible that the little boy was killed. But yeah. no, no, it wasn't like that at all. So she also, I thought was very interesting. So let me start from the beginning. So she, yeah. for 10 years, ran her own cartel thing, her own drug trafficking uh-huh. from Colombia to New York City, then had her husband assassinated and ended up in Miami. Uh-huh. She was in Miami running the Coke world and putting everybody else out of business yeah. from the 1970s until the early 2000s. Yay. 
So, and then she ended up in jail until mm -hmm. 2012. And when she was coming out of jail back in 2012 is when her three sons were all killed. They were yep. all murdered in Colombia. And that mm -hmm. was like a message to her. And that was that family. They believed that that was that family where they thought that she killed their lover. Remember oh, the little D's? Yeah. Which she didn't, but then they kind of leave her in the hot tub. So mm -hmm. they're like devastated. That's who they were. Oh. They go to California to find her, but she turns herself in. Mm -hmm. So this is how they get back to her after they kill mm. the three kids right when she's coming out. Yeah. Um, so I want to throw those little things in there. I also heard that if you really want to know more about her true story, that you should watch the movie that was made years back by Catherine Zeta-Jones, because that was more accurate than this. So I never saw that one. I, I never heard either. about it. I saw the documentary. Wade and I, when we lived in in Miami, Miami. we binged the documentary that and that was good. Yeah, the documentary was and good. so she also another thing there. She also um, so Pablo Escobar. You see that this show starts. They didn't mention his, him. They didn't mention him. Yeah, he didn't mention all. him. I don't they remember his name coming up. Yeah, in the story. yeah, they mentioned him. He was. I don't they remember. Were, right. So the the show right when the show starts, there's like a quote that comes up, which is the only man I was ever afraid of was a woman named Griselda Blanco. Yeah, so I saw that, but right. I didn't so see that's him. Pablo Escobar. I thought they so, were talking about it more. I, yeah, like and then and I didn't see it. Yeah. So yeah. through through her life and through his life, Escobar's life, through both mm -hmm. of their lives, um, they were rivals and lovers oh yes and Ugh. so they ended up buried in the same exact town which i thought was also really weird they were lovers they were uh, lovers back so, and forth. Mm -hmm. so guys sophia does not look like her like no she put on so, prosthetic or whatever on her face yeah like, and not enough not, not enough especially towards the later years because if you look at pictures of griselda when she was young uh-huh she was dropped at gorgeous. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, a very young Griselda before her, before she even had the three kids. Yeah. So she was, I could see, because remember, she was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. And that's how she knew the group of girls that she had first trafficking in all the coke. Yeah. yeah. So you could see why in the beginning she was she was that woman. But her um, picture of older Griselda. Yeah. Picture, yeah, she's not. Eh. Yeah, there's no way Sophia was gonna get there. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, she had, you know, she had Uber, Dixon, and Ozzy, which mm -hmm. were her kids, all three murdered in 2012, right as she was coming out. Yeah. Um, but her youngest son, which is Michael, Michael was named Michael Cor Corleon, Corleon uh -huh. which is um, a way of her paying homage to The Godfather, which was her favorite movie. So she named her son after that. Because she was called the uh -huh. godmother in, in the show. So, right. Yeah. So she was called the Black Widow. She mm -hmm. was called the godmother of cocaine. And she mm -hmm. was also called the cocaine queen of Miami. Those were her three nicknames that she went under. Um, and she was linked, I mean, arm to arm with the Medellin cartel, a lifetime. Oh. So yeah. if you really want to know more of a not romanticized story, not a woman story, but a, a Hardcore, story, yeah, yeah. Then the my the Miami Cowboys or Cocaine Cowboys. Mm -hmm. 
that, that, that documentary. Show, yeah. Mm -hmm. That really shows who she really was. Yeah. So definitely check that guy, that, that so, show so out. Check, check that out. <laughs> if you found it, this one interesting that get real information with yeah. the cocaine cowboy. Yeah. Um, and what else did I want to tell you about that? Oh, so her son, Michael, which is her only surviving son, it's the mm -hmm. youngest one, is actually suing presently. This came out last week. He yeah. is suing Sofia Vergara, her production company, which produced the movie, yeah. and Netflix for being the platform to put out the movie mm -hmm. because he... Because it was his mom's story and his story, et cetera, et cetera. And he's, he's been looking. trying to he's been trying to sell it for years, like to get it out there. Yeah. So mm -hmm. he wants money for it. It's basically. Mm -hmm. And he actually. So I saw that he said that um, he didn't feel his mom was portrayed the right way, which is funny because of how much it was romanticized. Right. Like, I, <laughs> like yeah. she made your mom look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too good. Too good. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you know, I'll tell you, I really. I was a kid when all this was really happening. Yeah. Um, and I really wasn't into what was going on. But after I watched the movie, which was the first one of its kind of, I don't, that's not usually my kind of movie, but I like yeah. Sophia and I wanted to hear what this was all about and the hype. And yeah. I remember hearing about this Griselda, but never knowing much about her other than she was a drug queen. Yeah. I wanted to watch it. So when I was watching it, maybe by episode four, I remember telling my girls, I kind of like this lady. She's a total badass. She's standing up for women. They don't respect her. I get it's drugs, but still like, you know, she's like a <laughs> badass. Yeah. And then I start researching. I'm like, this is a monster. Mm -hmm. The freaking, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. She's a monster. Yeah. And yeah. this is bullshit. And they're romanticizing all this shit she did. And there's a lot of victims out there mm -hmm. that lost family members and lost all kinds of shit yeah. because of her. Mm -hmm. so it was yeah yeah so I, I, so it's like so going back to the ch the child killings in that part in the movie I remembered I'm like the documentary really outlined how horrible she was killing children to get what she wanted you know but it the movie really twisted it to make make it seem like she was so she felt so guilty she felt horrible yeah. she never wanted to do it again until she did it again <laughs> you yeah, know like total bullshit she didn't care yeah. And I hated that she kept saying that she was doing it for her family, that she was doing it for the kids. And she kept telling the kids, I'm doing it for you. Right. So mm -hmm. bullshit. She was doing it for her own ego. She wasn't doing it for them. She yeah. had so many outs, so many times that she could have walked away mm -hmm. with her kids and the money and had a normal life. And she never took that. Yeah. So that kind of bothered me, too. And then it was I found interesting how her whole life started twisting mm -hmm. when she started with crack. Yes. Because then she started hallucinating and then she just started, she was so messed up. And she was also at a point in her life where you can't even trust your own shadow because mm -hmm. you've just done so much shit. You're so deep in yeah. that you can't trust anybody. You know, you wonder if you trust yourself at this point because mm -hmm. she's just losing it. So I thought, you know, that was another, it's another, it'll, it showcases again, the effects of drugs yeah. on you well it so. well there's this old like hood saying like you don't do your your own stuff like if yeah. you're selling you don't do your own stuff which she completely yeah. broke broke that rule um i wanted to bring up rivi her guy rivi yeah was her yeah. he's still alive he's like 60 yeah. something yeah um and i think he's still in jail um 
but like I was looking at comparing the, the actor who played him and the, his real life picture. That's sort of like what he looked like way back yeah. when, when now yeah. he has like no hair and he's right. gray. Yeah. You know? Skinny, scraggly looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she ended up dying at 69. So I also hated that they didn't show her. Yeah. Right. She like, was sitting on the beach. She was sitting on the beach looking at her, you know, thinking about her children, you know, yeah so in, re in reality when she gets out of jail finds out that her three kids have been killed mm -hmm. or murdered she's heading to medellin to make it to her to michael the yeah. one that still survived the state with the grandmother mm -hmm. which she ruthlessly had the 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 guy assassinated in front of the mother when they mm -hmm. took the kid remember yeah, yeah. which is like so, yeah. I didn't realize who had done it. It was her. She put the hit to get the kid back. Yeah. So anyhow, she ends up going back there and she's at a cafe when they do a drive by. Mm -hmm. They were already waiting for her they, and they kill her. Yeah. So she never really got there. Um, but yeah, she was 69 years old and she was horrible. She was yeah. a monster. So. so how many martinis would you give it? Um, I mean, we did binge it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we benched it. I think it kept our attention. I think the acting was excellent. Um, you know, it was good. If I'm torn because of the things that are just not accurate about it. And I hate, I hate, I hate that she romanticized mm -hmm. and used like the female power thing yeah. with Griselda. I don't like that she did that because Griselda was, you know, 250 bodies lay on her. Yeah. And, you know, that's anybody's son, wife, child, mother, uh -huh. whatever, because she didn't care. You know, the she didn't care about ages or sexes. She just killed to kill just anything yeah. that got in her way. So I think because of that, I'd have to give it less martinis and I would give it. I want to say I would give it five because I really binged it. I couldn't stop watching it. It was great. Yeah. But then because of what she did, what Sophia did with this story, uh -huh. I'm going to take away from it and i'm gonna say i'll give it three and a half stars okay so that that's, makes sense that's where i'm gonna go with it so cinematically it was yes. done really well the yes. story was done really well i mean yes. all, although it's it not keeps completely... you it keeps you engaged from the minute it starts till it ends I'll exactly 100 that yeah so um i would give it a four overall for entertainment value a four. I was entertained. I mean, the story, obviously, you lived in Miami when it happened. So there's right. a little bit of a closer connection for you. Not for me. And I, I do but... love, I do love that so much of the storyline was accurate when it comes to the detectives, the police mm. officers, like all those police officers, the female lead detective, all, all of them are real. Mm. They, they were good to keep their name. Mm -hmm. They portrayed um, Miami for for what Miami was and how Miami looked. The Marielitos that came in from Cuba, mm -hmm. that was also accurate. So it was very accurate in, in all her points. It's just, I still feel that she romanticized her. So maybe yeah. she just gave it a Hollywood twist. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. You know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so for the cinematic part of it, as you say, and for engagement purposes, I, I'd give it five martinis because I just couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she brought awareness back to her, uh, so that was good too. But yeah, so you know what? I'm going to take back my three and a half, and I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to give it a four because I think it's unfair to give her three and a half, considering I couldn't stop watching. It. 
Okay, so four. We'll meet in the middle. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to say four. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Well, if you haven't watched Griselda yet, you definitely need to watch it. Look up uh, Cocaine Cowboys. You can get yes. the documentary. Yes. Catherine Zeta-Jones's version of the movie. Definitely watch that so you can get the mm -hmm. full picture yes. of Griselda and her family and all the crazy yeah. crap that she did. And please let us know how you feel about it. Yes. How, how we did with this <laughs> and what you found out. Yep. So make sure you like, share, follow, tune in next week for another episode yeah. of Movies and Martinis. That sounds wonderful. Have a great one, everybody. Bye. Bye.